Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Jessica Spencer, and you are listening to Ascended Radio. Thank you so much for tu- tuning into the show today. This is this is like home for me. It's just the whole Blog Talk Radio intro is music to my ears, and I just want to welcome myself back. I went on a mini hiatus. It was unexpected, and it seems like I've just been doing that a lot lately, so my apologies. I want to definitely come back on regularly on Wednesdays for you all, and uh, because, again, this is my sanctuary, and this is really um, where I feel I'm supposed to be and, and what really comes to me very naturally and allows me to share, and, of course, all of us, a lot of us here um, that would listen to shows like this know, you know, we're becoming more aware that we are here to share, that we're not here to just hoard um, and we see that in all aspects of many societies internationally that you know, we've gotten to this point where so many of us, uh, maybe not us in particular, but too many have really just been on this whole path of courting and, and greed, and that's really caused a lot of destruction. And this show is really seeking to kind of turn to the lighter side of things, lightheartedness, light energy. And again, light rises, right? When you are lighter, um, it's easier for you to rise, and that's the law of buoyancy. Um, And so when we look at the word light, and a lot of people call themselves light workers, some people don't. Um, But either way, when you raise your vibration, you're becoming lighter, and you're able to kind of flow more easily. And that's what we want to do at this time. We want to begin to flow and to allow. We no longer want to resist. We no longer want to continue to point out what's not working. And you know that's hard because we're we're bombarded with that information regularly. And once you are made aware of something, once you know the root of it, you don't need to continue to relive it. We know that it's there. Let's kind of work on some solutions and ways in which we can go about in the world being more expanded, lighter, and, and just learning to allow more, to go with the flow of the universe as opposed to going against it, going against the flow, going against the waves. You really want to flow with it so that there's no resistance, there's no panic. And, you know, when I said that, I just got a, a vision of being, you know, in the ocean and, and what happens when you are trying to go against the current. Your body panics, you know. It's almost like a natural reaction there. You're, you're going against the current and you're going against a force much greater than, than just your body. And the universe is made up of so many different dimensions and aspects of energy that um, it's, it's really difficult to go against it. And we, we've seen you know, many examples in our individual and collective lives where you know when we go against the current, when we go against our intuition, which is the universe you know, connecting with us, speaking to us, um, when we go against that, create all kinds of mayhem and diseases and chaos and drama in our lives. And we're moving out of that. We're not even just moving out of it. We are out of it. And we're just cleaning up the remnants of it. You know, those old cellular memories that we have of it, you know, that we've been socialized to believe is the truth. We're removing all of that now. And for me, being 34 years old, I've had, you know, many years of being socialized to think a certain way, to think of in, in ways that are um, in alignment with lack, so limitation, worry, fear, anxiety, 
um, all of those types of things, and and even beliefs and in, in diseases. Um, there was a man I forgot which village he's from, but I, I've shared this on the show before. But he was from a remote village, and this was recently. Couldn't have been more than two or three years ago that I read the story, and he had never heard that you know adults only get one set of teeth and two sets of teeth in, in your lifetime. You know, one as a child and then again, as an adult, he never heard that lie, basically. And so because he never heard it, he never absorbed that as his truth. And so when he lost, you know, one of his teeth as an adult, it grew back. And so that goes to show, you know, what we believe to be true is literally constructing our reality. It's not that that is reality because reality is not static, not fact. It's not something that's even, that you can even physically touch, right? When you say reality, what is that? You know, the word reality is literally just a word. It's nothing that you can touch. You can't touch reality. You know, we say that you can touch things in reality, but how do you know which reality, you know, those things are even existing in, right? If you want to, and you can just keep dissecting that all, that's all you want. Um and so, you know, of course, we have this whole question of dreaming and death and, and how do those play into reality, right? Um, I could go on for days, but the topic of today's show is divine allowance. So I'm going to try and stick as best as I can to that topic. And I want to let you know, for those of you who would like to call in and you'd like to join the conversation, the call-in number is always 347 and again, today's show is Divine Allowance. And I want to let you all know that if you do want to listen to any shows, I believe this is um, the 117th show or, or more, um, if you want to listen to any of the shows that we've done over the past two years, you can definitely log on to blogtalkradio.com. You can hit the follow button, and every single time we do a new show, you will automatically get an email, and you can listen to that show. You can also go to your iTunes account, and you can get the podcast, which is downloaded less than 24 hours after um, the the broadcast of every show. So you can listen to any show you want, and uh, I have friends that have done that, and it's such an honor. I'm so humbled by that, that, you know, that people are getting anything from um, this show, but there definitely is an intention to share, and it's, it's a divine intention. It's not anything that, that is a selfish intention. It's just that I know what it is to, to struggle and to have these questions or to start waking up and to not know where to go or to not know that you have a community and we're one or more joined together, even if, if it's just you and me on the line or if it's just you listening to me, even if it's two years later, you're still sharing in the energy of this show and of the whole process of waking up. So I want to thank you for waking up and for waking up with Ascended Radio. Um, today is January 28th, so we are rolling in this year. It's already about to be February, and I really want to talk about divine allowance. So for many in my generation, as I said, I'm 34, and I know for many generations after that, um, we received what was called an allowance from our parents. Not everyone, of course, but some of us did. I know I did. And this was kind of a weekly or monthly monetary stipend for doing one's household chores or for getting good grades, um, whatever it was. It was just kind of an incentive, let's say. And in the spiritual sense, 
when I refer to the word allowance, I'm referring to a divine surrender, not in a defeated, I give up kind of a way, but a more powerful, concise way that opens doors and breaks down limitations that were thought to previously inhibit one from fully experiencing and expressing life in the way in which it may have been intended. And I say experiencing and expressing life because part of this experience is the expression of your own life in a very unique way that only you can express it. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been born. You wouldn't have had this opportunity to be here if you weren't capable of expressing um, yourself uniquely. And just in living, you're already doing that because you know, when we let go of the illusion, we wake up from the illusion that we all are unique expressions, that we weren't intended to be robotic. Otherwise, we would have came with batteries. As I said on the show, we all look different, we speak differently, we all have our own experiences. And that's what really makes this world so rich. You know, I went to San Francisco recently and, and New York before that, and the beauty of that I find uh, in the United States, that I can still say, and especially specifically in San Francisco, there's just kind of this hodgepodge of different, you know, cultures and nationalities and languages and everybody, you know, from my experience, just was very inclusive. And I understand that that's not going to be everyone's experience, but it's kind of what a lot of people, you know, also were telling me that their experience was. And I felt, um, you know, very joyful there, um, you know, just really watching everyone engage and not, you know, just just being in a box. You know, everybody was putting their boxes down and just enjoying one another's company, and and it was an amazing experience. And so that's, you know, what we're here to be. You know, nobody came here um, duplicated, you know, um, as one another. I mean, we were all duplicated, I believe, um, in the spiritual essence of what, um, our divine creator was, but, you know, we would all look exactly the same or we would speak exactly the same. We would have one um, physical world language that we all speak, but we communicate in a myriad of different ways, and it's all beautiful and it should all be respected. And so this whole word allowance kind of has this double meaning, right? The way that we are speaking about it today is going to is going to be in the format, in the format, in the spiritual sense of allowance, of surrender. But also, how does that really connect to this word that we use every day? You know, most people, when we say allowance, they're not really speaking of it in the way that we are in the show of, of a deep surrender, right? Most people that know that word are thinking of that, that monetary allowance. And, and let's look at it as how they can both be very powerful. Of course, you know, when you receive an allowance, you know, your parents feel great because they're able to give you some sort of an incentive that makes you happy and you feel great because, you know, now you can, you know, go out and buy some of your own candy or whatever it is that you do when you're young and, you know, you you, you have your own um, sense of responsibility and, and that you're taking care of. And so this is, there's this exchange of energy there that, that feels good and it's a, a, a way that you're staying connected with your, your parents and that you have a task and, you're you're completing that task, and so there's this form of communication between you two. That's the same thing with you know with us and the universe, right? When we talk about allowance, we're talking about this deep trust, this deep communication to the universe, saying, "I trust you, right? I came here, I have a task. I'm going to allow this task 
to come to fruition to fruition to me. I'm not going to resist what you're saying. You know, if you look at that in the sense of your parents, you know, I'm not going to resist this. This is something that I'm grateful to do, and I just allow. I'm getting to this place where I'm just going to allow it to be and to unfold in a divine way that I know is planned and is already set before me, and I just allow it to be so. And the reason that this came to me is because this is, you know, this is something that I've been doing, that I've been practicing, is allowance. Because before, you know, you can master something, you, you must have some sort of an inclination about it, right? And once that little seed of inclination sprouts, then it becomes something that you can then see, right, and that you can experience and that you can practice until you master it. Once you master it, it becomes second nature. So, um, which is interesting that we say second nature, because what was your first nature, right? And then is there a third nature? What, you know, what more can we expand into in the form of our expression? So, again, we have this allowance that we have that we've learned early on in life to be to have one meaning, and maybe that meaning is connected and maybe it's not. Maybe I'm going out on a limb here. But the beauty of this waking up process is to, you know, begin to pay attention, begin to make those connections in your life and, and kind of see where could this have had a different meaning. meaning. And, you know, we see this a lot in parables. We see it in many holy texts where, you know, there may have been a particular meaning that um, that you could connect to when you were a certain age or when you, were, you had a certain belief system. And as you grow and as you expand, you're able to withhold a larger meaning, a more expanded, more evolved meaning for that. And so that's what we're looking at today is this word of allowance. And right now, it's just, you know, for me, it looks like being still, you know, and, and really not moving until I've been guided to do so. And finding out, you know, what is it? What is that form of connection that I have, you know, maybe that you had with your parents when you were younger that you can have with the universe now? You know, and a lot of times your connection, it may look like art work that you do, this natural connection that you have that you sit down and you allow to flow through you, that no one's telling you to do it. You may not even be getting paid to do it. It's just something that you do. And you don't even know how you know how to do it. No one ever taught you how to do it. You know, it could be music. It could be poetry. You know, you could have a knack for politics and so you can bring sort of a, a divine way of governing into this world that is, is very much needed. It's beyond this whole notion of greed again. And it's beyond this whole notion of needing to afford. It's knowing, knowing, going out on the limb and knowing that there is more than enough to go around so that there is no need to afford. If you put a, a, a being or a person who considers themselves um, someone who is spiritual or someone who's, who is connected to their own compassionate aspect of themselves or knowing themselves to be compassion, knowing themselves to be love, knowing that there is a divine order. You put somebody like that who is capable of recognizing when their ego is speaking and not judging themselves for it, but who's able to evolve beyond it and who practices that release on a regular basis committed to that, if you put somebody like that, okay, in government, in, in our government system, you give them uh, a divine power, not a, not a physical world, world power, and not a hierarchical power, but an expanded power that shares in the power of all, 
that uplifts the power within everyone. That would be a wonderful and miraculous shift that would occur on this planet. And it might be happening in Greece. I'm not sure if all of you heard of um, of what's going on in Greece, but they just recently elected um, a very, very left um, president for, um, I believe that they have a president, not us. Anyway, um, and cabinet to office, and um, and it's supposed to be a uh, non-austerity or anti-austerity um, party that won recently, and so people are, are excited about it. And I'm excited because I'd like to be on the side of excitement. And of course, again, you can look at what's happened in the past when we've gotten excited about certain leaders or certain presidential candidates and found out that you know that the, that they were wrapped up in this whole circle of greed and. And, and corporate monopolies and things like that and wars. But let's let's say, you know, that this is a part of that shift and that, you know, the people have spoken. We can do that here in the United States and we can do it all across the world. And it begins with us and allowing and really allowing within ourselves as individuals. You know, be in the world but not of the world. When you go out into the world and you have a day job like I do and maybe sometimes you can get frustrated and you can feel overwhelmed but when you shut that door in your house, you have a sanctuary, create a sanctuary, even if it's your bathroom because, you know, you have children and so you, know, you don't really have too much alone time. Wherever it is, create a space for yourself. Maybe your space is outdoors. You know, maybe it's at a park, you know, on your way home that you can sit at and you can just really start to connect. Even if it's for a couple of minutes, you can sit there and you can connect to yourself that doesn't, you know, require an identity of being a job occupation or of being a parent or of being a race or of being a, a, a gender or of being a sexual orientation, but it's just you, the you that, that had no idea of any of those things, that wasn't socialized to believe anything, that just came into the world wanting to express itself. That you that is still you, that you that's seeking to express itself, that you that was seeded, that was planted here, that wants to grow and flourish and evolve here. Connect with that. Practice being that and master that. And you can do that through just allowance. You know, there's not, you know, a lot of times I think for many of us um, who've been, you know, waking up or who've been interested in spirituality or metaphysics or quantum physics um, or meditation, or yoga, or, you know, Buddhism, Hinduism. A lot of people, you know, for a lot of us, we've been busy doing a lot of things, you know, doing a lot of meditation, doing a lot of judgment really against ourselves for, you know, anytime we have a negative thought, anytime we have a judgment against someone else, you know, anytime we feel lack or limitation, anytime we have a desire um, we're here experiencing those things. We we are here um, as spiritual beings having this physical um, experience. And so that's part of We are already complete. So this is just an experience. And don't judge yourself for it because it's part of the game. It's part of the experience. It's like when you, you know, watch a scary movie and you know that they're actors, you know that, you know the name of the actor and you just saw them in an interview. You know that they're, you know a kind person, but you see them in this new role and you allow yourself to, to shift realities for that moment so that you can experience 
you know, the laughter in the film or maybe your, you know, the fear in the film or, you know, the excitement or maybe even the grief of the film. Um, but you know that's not real. So you're still the complete person that you are on the couch watching the movie. That hasn't changed. But for a second, you've allowed yourself, the energy of yourself, to be focused on this movie that is creating this sense of joy within you or laughter or fear or sadness. But you're still that person. And so if you look at it on a, on a bigger scale, you're still that person that came here. You're still that being. You're still that energy. And we're observing this planet. We're expressing into it. Um, but it's okay to experience it. It's okay to use it as a tool to help you evolve. I mean, there's a lot of people that come into your life, and you've heard it you know, many times for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And there's moments that come into your life, or thoughts or memories that come into your life for that same reason. And allow people, instead of judging them, and it's, it's believe me, it's, it, this is a struggle for myself as well. Um, but you have people that come into your life, and maybe it's a coworker that really upsets you. You know, maybe it's a friend that really disappointed you. Maybe it's a parent that you feel like you didn't get enough love from. When you start to allow, and you and you get out of your own way of judging, and get out of your mind chatter of judging about that situation or about that person, and you just allow things to just be, in that moment. That hurt, that sadness, that disappointment doesn't exist. And so in that moment where there's just you just being connected with your highest self, that self that came in, that that knows that this is all just a game, this is all just an illusion, right, to to assist you in your own experience as a soul that wanted to experience what it was to be sad or to be happy or just like on that movie where you just wanted to experience being afraid for a second, doesn't mean that you're not whole. doesn't mean you're not that whole person. You just wanted to experience what it was to be that moment, right? It's like that show. There's a show. I'm not sure what channel it's on, but it, uh, it's a reality show about bosses who go undercover um, and they go to their, you know, company and they pose as if they are... Uh, a worker, an employee, and they get to know the employees that they've never met before because they're the CEO or, you know, they just, they've never engaged with them. And for that moment, they get to be an employee at their company that they will never experienced before. Now, I doubt that they're going to relinquish, you know, being an, a CEO, but they get insight. They get growth from it. They get evolution from it. And that's the same thing we get to do when we come to Earth. We get to grow from it. We get to experience what free will feels like. We get to experience what disappointment feels like. If you're a soul, you wouldn't experience what physical beings experience. You wouldn't know what touch feels like. You wouldn't know what this whole notion of feeling or being what humans call being in love with someone or being, you know, disappointed by someone or, or having a job or, you know, being able to know that you don't have to have a job, you know, to move from first grade to, to college, you know, and beyond, you know, you're a soul. You don't need those things. You know, you, you are an energy that can um, be and exist beyond time. Time is, some, time is an experience that you get to experience here that you would not as a soul that's floating around, right? Um, so for this, you know, moment, enjoy it. Allow it. Allow it to be. Allow that 
connection to just happen. Allow yourself to be in the world, but not of it. You know, we are not of this world. We are not. And what does that mean? You can go very much deeper into that, but if that's something that you'd like to know, that's available to you too when you get connected and you allow. There's not all this, you know, all these crazy practices that you have to do. You can just be silent and get connected with yourself. And just allow the answers and that allow that connection to flourish and allow that to be your experience. You know, and then when you can, when you feel like you've mastered that or even before you feel like you've mastered it. I don't feel like I've mastered it, but I'm sharing because I know that wherever I am in my expression of it, somebody out there is. Somebody will resonate with it. And I want you to know that you're not alone, that we're resonating with it together. And that's the beauty of it the beauty of us all allowing this life to unfold and to, to participate when we choose to, not out of reaction, but just out of, hey, I feel like I can add something here. Or, hey, I remember this about an experience I've had before. I feel like I can be a contribution here. And other than that, just remove yourself from it. Be in the world, but not of the world. You don't have to participate in every experience that is not healthy or doesn't feel good. But guess what? If you do, that's okay, too, because you're just experiencing it. That's all. It's just a game. It's just what you're here doing at this time, experiencing something that you may not have had the opportunity to do before. And that is why life is just such a blessing. That's why we can be grateful for every moment, whether we judge it as being good or bad. It's not. It's just an experience. We've been socialized to believe in good or bad, right or wrong not. It's just an experience. So remain neutral, as neutral as you can when you're experiencing it, and just enjoy it. Enjoy it as you would a fantastic movie or as the scariest movie, whichever it is that you choose that you get um, pleasure from. And some people get pleasure from watching really scary movies, but you have to know, okay, this may be a reflection of my life. I may like to create a really scary movie and call it my life. And you have to just remove yourself from that and know that, hey, it's okay that I'm creating this, but this is the life, the movie that I've turned the channel to and that I'm focused on and that I'm watching. This is my creation. Where you can turn it to something funny and you can turn it to something sad. Sometimes those things, even sad movies, feel good. But it's your job to be aware that this is what you are allowing yourself to create and there's no judgment in that. So I thank you all so much for listening to today's show. I learned a lot, as I said, just expressing always brings about so much transformation within me and I know I'm going to listen back because I definitely feel that there's something speaking to me that needed to hear what it was that I was saying. And so thank you so much for listening. I'm definitely going to be back on the show next week, which is going to be a Wednesday again. And we're going to be on every Wednesday just sharing. And, again, if you want want to call in, the call-in number, as always, is 347-996-3263. Thank you so much for listening to Ascended Radio. And don't forget to tune in for next week's show moving into February. It will be February 4th at 3.30 Pacific Standard Time. Thank you so much for listening to Ascended Radio, where we are authentically becoming our very divine self.